Hi, I am Pradeep Padwa. Welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast by Say Cheese. In the Unstoppable Woman podcast, we will share stories of women who have made a mark in their respective fields, celebrate their achievements, and share their learnings with other women. And we are doing this because we are Say Cheese. We are India's first platform focused on increasing women happiness by providing holistic and personalized solutions for real challenges women face. We launched in December 2020 and we have more than 2200 users from across India. In today's episode we will be talking to Swati Bhattacharya, Chief Brand and Corporate Communications Officer for the Bajaj Group. Swati, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Pradeep. Thank you for having me. You know, it's great to have you. Why don't you briefly introduce yourself for our listeners? My name is Swati Bhattacharya. I have um about more than 25 years of experience in corporate communications and pr um and i've worked for several organizations both global and indian and uh, i've worked with several very interesting people so i'm um, looking forward to this chat with you thank you great swati so for our <laughs> listeners swati and i have known each other for almost two decades now we even got a chance to work together at the same firm this was many many years ago However, over a period of time, people change, but some things do remain same as well. So, if I have to describe Swati in three words, Swati, I would say that you are fearless, balanced, and have excellent relationships. These three things haven't changed in you. You've grown as a professional, but I think you have kept these three things intact. How have you done that? <laughs> um. So I think Pradeep that uh, women have to be fearless and they need to be able to stand up for themselves to get their voice heard. Uh you know even today in a room full of men a woman's voice will get lost if she is not able to stand up and be more authoritative uh, to be heard. So I think being fearless is like almost a precondition for any woman to be successful. Um and I'll tell you a short story here. Uh, many many years ago, uh I remember in a team meeting in an executive team meeting, uh we were discussing how we would bring like a global uh, initiative into India and what we could do, how we could introduce it, etc. And I suggested CSR as a great segue uh, to bring it into India and you know, he said we could take it from there. Then I got a few nods, a very few sage wise nods from all the men. and i was the only woman in the room of course but the discussion continued and then 7 8 minutes later one of the men said hey why don't we do something with csr and there was a chorus of oh what a great idea yeah let's do that you know and um, earlier maybe i would have let it go i would have kept quiet but then that day i decided that if i'm going to stay quiet i will not be heard so i of course expressed my surprise at this and as told them that this is something that i just said and i've even fleshed out that idea a little bit more and um while i got support from some of the men to say yeah, yes she had just seen this but um you know i learned that day that if you are not fearless if you do not stand up for yourself you will not be heard unfortunately so um i think that is a big lesson that you have to be able to be standing up for yourself you know you have to be fearless uh, in many ways um as for being balanced again i think um you know the, 
that is almost like something that gets worked into our uh, into our personalities uh, again very very long ago i'd once heard somebody talking about another woman leader and saying that you know when she speaks uh, she she's a little hysterical so you must treat her with caution and um, that i think is how most women are perceived in the corporate world and um, i think most women are also aware that this is how uh, we are perceived so i think we build balance into our personalities into our character um, you know unknowingly because we don't want to be seen as hysterical right and relationships uh, pradeep you spoke about relationships already um you know i think women are more empathetic i think they work better if they build relationships at work um maybe because of that uh, women also find it easier sometimes to get work done because when i approach somebody i don't just take a work project but i take a you know a relationship a bond that we built uh, over time and um, then you know that person also doesn't see it as a work project but as a relationship that you know he has to or she has to kind of live up to with helping with this project i've been very fortunate i've had great mentors both men and women in my career right so these relationships have lasted decades um and i still know that you know if i reach out to any one of them in my time of need i will always get a helping hand and you just mentioned yourself pradeep even you for example uh, we've known each other for nearly two decades but even now when i know that i need help i call you and you've never said no to me and likewise for you and me so i think uh, building relationships is very important and uh, having a strong bond in your workplace can only help you do your work better a uh, great uh, swati i think it was a great answer swati makes you believe that she is just one ordinary uh, woman and every woman is like that i'm sure obviously all women are great and better than men but swati is an unstoppable woman and that's why she's on this show so as swati was saying that we have known each other for almost like two decades and swati has been uh, working for more than 25 years she's built and protected the reputation of organizations such as Jindal Group, Agilent Technologies, General Motors, Ingersoll Rand, CK Birla and now she is with the Bajaj Group. All heavyweight <laughs> names. So she has many feathers in her cap. Uh, Swati, if you were to list one of your single biggest achievement, what would that be? And tell us if hard work had any role to play or how much role to play in your achievements. So actually Pradeep I can think of several things but I think the most important is um that you know I belong to a very small town called Darjeeling and I was quite a simpleton when I moved into a big city and went out in search of work and looking back at uh, where I came from and the very non complicated lives and relationships that we had um I think you know everything that i've done in my life i feel is an achievement because i never thought that um, this would be possible uh, when i was you know when i went to school or college in darjeeling and hard work is the most important factor i did not have any fancy mbas i do not have any formal training in communication but it's all been grunge work um again i've also worked with some wonderful people who i've learned a lot from um and the one thing that you know will help you succeed is continuous learning and really a lot of very hard work so i think uh, 
I think that is an achievement for me. You know, the where um, I came from, and you know, the fact that I've managed so many roles um, and had such great relationships with so many great organizations. I think that in itself is an achievement for me. Yeah, but if you were to try and pin down one achievement, what would that be? Anything that you feel you are very um, proud of? There were several crisis situations that uh, we worked on, and again, I don't want to call out names of companies, but th- there was this fast food uh, giant that we used to work for, Pratip, and uh, they had a huge crisis. When you know, if I tell you the crisis, it was the beef crisis where people said that uh, this organization was uh, frying their fries in beef tallow. um and you know uh, serving it to vegetarians as vegetarian food and uh, the crisis that followed uh, all over the world for this uh, fast food giant including in india and uh, everything that happened as a result where um, the customers were coming to the restaurants breaking them beating up the servers in the restaurant and um, you know the only i think uh, our team was the team that really was at the brunt of this crisis and i think how we managed that crisis how we worked with the government how we worked with customers and how we worked with influencers at that time um you know this crisis uh, was the largest crisis that faced them but i think within a month um uh, even in spite of the fact that you know the restaurants were broken people were hurt their business was back to normal because of that you know the amazing amount of great communications and pr work that we did not just with the media but with other stakeholders such as the government the customers etc um i feel very proud that that had happened and you know how we managed it where uh, the organization themselves came to us to say thank you and you helped us come out of this crisis in such a beautiful manner so that i think was the largest uh, crisis uh, really that i faced um there were several others but that stands out because that was also my first big crisis now uh, yes yeah. shati i can relate to that uh from my time with pepsico uh and it is also a great segue into my next question which is that you've been on both sides of the table you were giving example of when you were working in a public relation mm-hmm. consultancy firm and you've spent a large part of your career as a client working with corporates and protecting yeah. their reputation and building them so which one have you enjoyed the most and so why? i think both sides has its pros and cons i've made the best friends and lifelong relationships uh, from my agency life uh, it was a very exciting and challenging time because you know usually one works on several different clients maybe even several different industries uh, it has taught me to kind of stay on my toes uh, it has taught me to depend more on my coworkers in times of crisis it has taught me to delegate it has taught me to kind of be there for my uh, coworkers so while it was a very stressful time and like you said earlier pradeep it was a whole lot of fun i think it was one of the most memorable times um in my entire career where we had so much fun but we worked really really hard um as a client i think um the one big pro for me was that one gets involved into more ins and outs of running a business right of understanding other facets of an organization such as say r&d hr finance supply chain etc right and um, these are probably some of the areas that i would not actively get involved in earlier when i was in uh, in an agency 
and uh, you know being part of a team that discusses and deliberates real life issues in these areas that has really uh, enriched my understanding i think it is really equipped to handle my job better so both has pros and cons but and i've enjoyed my time in both just as much yes you are you're right actually um, when you have a large and uh, fulfilling career as yours it's it's difficult to say uh-huh. which which part was better but uh, thanks for trying to answer that now um you swati you know that at say cheese we are focused on increasing women happiness by providing holistic and personalized solutions for mm-hmm. real challenges that women face and there are three areas where we focus mm-hmm. these are career health and relationships because i think these are the most important ones and if you have a balance uh, if you are able to balance these three yeah. you are home you are happy so tell us how much you are able to balance your career your health and your relationships and also share your secret recipe for our listeners so i'll start with this pradeep you know a few days ago i was watching um, an interview of a senior woman leader and uh, you know the anchor on television i was watching it on television and the anchor asked her uh, what is the secret of your work life balance and she said you know i have never heard an anchor ask this question of any man leader uh, why is it that the work life balance question always is asked to the woman so you know it was something that stood out for me so i'm just starting with that uh however to answer your question i think in the early years especially because i worked in on companies that were very crisis prone i used to completely fall apart from the stress um i remember i actually had a breakdown of sorts once um but now over the years i've learned not to let work destroy my inner peace you know and work life balance is such an important thing that as leaders we must ensure that while we work hard we must make time for ourselves and our families and our relationships and we must encourage our teams to do that too um you know in the beginning when i would find it difficult to do that and you know we working in global organizations even after you come home you have calls you have you know something or the other coming up because other countries are working at that point of time so what i used to do is just just block off my time on the calendar to say this is my time to spend on things that i like you know just so that people would not send me a call in while when my calendar was blocked right because if you don't make time for yourself no one will else will um also uh, something that i had found early on was something called the eisenhower matrix uh, that really helps you kind of keep track and manage your time well so it says that um, you know you can divide your work into four quadrants uh what uh, some activities that are urgent and important and of course these are the things that you have to do first and get it out of the way then there is important but not urgent and this is the this is the lot of activities that you have to find time for and schedule on your calendar right and then there is urgent but not important and this is usually work that you can delegate or find someone to do because it probably isn't something that needs your time and finally there is work that is neither urgent nor important and that you can kind of uh, do away with right and when you break it up pradeep you'll be surprised that there is so much so many tasks that we continue to do out of sheer force of habit you know which is really neither important nor urgent and uh, if you kind of do this breaking up a few times you will realize that these are things that i don't need to spend my time on you know so uh, that was very useful for me and now it's almost become like a habit that in the morning i 
think okay these are the most urgent things let's get it out of the way here are the important things that i will schedule time for and here are things i can delegate and here are things that i don't need to do because keeping time for myself and for meaning meaningful relationships in my life i think has helped me uh, do a better job at work so i would say it's very very important yeah so i think uh, i don't know if you and i were in the same meeting ah. where this was because because i also use <laughs> this probably uh, matrix a lot <laughs> i won't be surprised <laughs> yeah uh, what you left out uh, swati was the yes. health aspect and before you answer that uh, uh, i just wanted to um, clarify that we had actually mm-hmm. asked more than 500 women on you know what are the topmost issues that they face which make them unhappy mm-hmm. or which are impediments in their happiness came out there. so these three things uh, career mm-hmm. health and relationships came out from the women so <laughs> it's not uh, one man asking a woman it's uh, women telling Absolutely. us what they want to balance so yeah so please tell us about the health aspect yeah. how do you balance so again you know i, I have now started making sure that i do go for a walk i make sure that even if it's for 15 minutes i meditate at the end of the day and these are things that uh, really help you keep uh, your mental health and your physical health uh, in control keeping time to meditate even if it's for 15 minutes even if your mind is flying all over the place just sitting down at a quiet place and focusing on your in you know inside you really helps so um that helped and yeah you know making sure that at least i get some physical exercise that i managed to go for a walk uh, that i managed to go for my uh, checkups again something that women don't do often um you know is to go for their regular checkups to a doctor unless something is really bad we don't get up and go to a doctor it's important to do that that um schedule it go see a doctor do a general uh, checkup every two months or three months every quarter uh, so there if there are issues they are caught early so these are a few things i've started doing now in my older years let me say probably yeah no you you are <laughs> absolutely not old so uh, <laughs> but yes what you are doing uh, and doing uh, for the benefit of other women in pr industries helping them uh, by promoting them uh, and you are um, doing a lot of work around that tell us more about that part of your uh, work and uh, how mm-hmm. how do you think um, that's okay. helping women so i am a founding member one of the founding members of the india chapter of uh, this organization called the global women in pr and as an organization we believe that more women can reach the highest levels of leadership if we support each other uh, we have to cultivate networks we exchange experiences we pass on our experiences to future managers and handhold them uh, so they can you know uh, become leaders more easily um then we have several activities to support younger women in pr and communications uh, actually we've just launched a really amazing initiative where on women's day more than 100 female mentors in 20 countries will meet about uh, 200 mentees across the world and we will talk about what they choose to challenge and how they can probably handle their careers and lives better Uh, the india chapter also has a long term mentoring program where most of us founding members are mentoring younger women uh, so you know they are able to succeed and climb the corporate ladder more easily i personally am really enjoying this uh, you know being a mentor and it's very rewarding 
um and other than that of course like most other organizations we have several discussions we have sessions with senior leaders and uh, whatever we've done un- up till today they're on really interesting topics and they've really proved to be thought provoking and insightful and we have a lot of a uh, great feedback from the younger women in the industry to say that really helped so we're looking forward to doing more such great things and we're looking forward to helping more women uh, you know uh, really uh, become leaders listening to your answer is giving <laughs> me a huge amount of fomo that i am no, being a man missing out on the major most welcome to join us and help <laughs> us in this cause so you're welcome to join us uh, i'll definitely do that So Swati as you are aware we are organizing a women leadership mm-hmm. convention we are also trying to do our bit invest in yourself become an unstoppable okay. woman on March 14th This event is primarily focused on women executive and students So I wanted to hear from you on what according to you are the three lessons mm-hmm. for working women especially that can help them become um, unstoppable three lessons i would say the first one definitely is hard work you have to have to work really really hard you have to really answer i mean really learn um, you know the tricks of the trade shall i say um and constantly learn you have to learn constantly can't say that okay i have done this and i'm done uh, but you have to constantly learn um you the second thing i would say is to find a good mentor who understands your challenges and this i found works every single time because effective mentorship i think is the most important factor for career growth and lastly i would say really build meaningful relationships and a strong network of both men and women who will support you and you know help you grow as you grow in your uh, career so i think hard work learn continuously find a good mentor and build effective relationships and a strong network and um, these are few things that come up here great advice vaate great advice great advice now let's change the track i will ask you a few questions which are basically rapid fire so you won't get too much time to think about them just answer spontaneously whatever comes mm-hmm. to mind and these are very simple questions i guess <laughs> so i'll start first question when you're not working what are you doing uh i like to read i read a lot Um I love catching up on the latest shows on Netflix, Amazon etc. So yeah, that I guess. What is your favorite show? Several actually, but I've really enjoyed Suits. I've really enjoyed Crown. Suits actually makes a great case for women leadership. So I like Suits. I like Crown. Yeah. It is a great show. Yes, so several yeah, actually, show. but I think these two are the last that stands out from the last few that I watched. What's your favorite food? I think the first thing that comes to my mind is golgappa but I think I I eat about any just about anything I love to eat What's your favorite drink Maybe ampanna I don't know like a coconut water I love coconut water Okay coconut water is cool So Swati this is a tricky one If you can go back in time and change one decision what would that be Just one decision in one of the organizations that i was uh, working for i was given an opportunity to go into an executive course at stanford um uh, because you know they had a tie up with uh, stanford at that time um however my babies were very young at that time and i knew they were going to be well taken care of and there were people to look after them but i couldn't get myself to leave them and go for that period you know and uh, 
I decided not to go. I decided to let that opportunity go. I really regret that. I wish I had not been so emotional, and I wish I'd been more practical. But again, I think that's part of the conundrum of being a woman. I think a man would have just dropped everything and gone. But I, I regret that. I wish I'd gone and I'd done that. But of course, that's an opportunity that I kind of just let go. So I regret that. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. <clears throat> in hindsight sometimes yeah. we uh, can take a dispassionate view but when you are in the thick of things then uh, emotions take over and yeah, i think sometimes we regret that later so but more power to you swati <laughs> i think you've done well so yeah. i i think you should not regret that that much okay now i'm moving to the next question as you are aware no one gets to be successful all the time and we all have to fail sometime or the other being able to accept failures learning from them and getting back on one's feet after every debacle this is a very very important part of being successful swati how do you handle your failures you know i think that failure is really a cornerstone to success i don't think there is any success story in the world that has not seen failures um how i see it is um and what is important is to really acknowledge the failure to really deep dive to see what went wrong or what did i do um you know that was not the right thing uh and then really just get up dust yourself and move on because if you learn from the experience then a failure is done its job right what is important is to make sure that you know what you have what you will do differently the next time so that you've learned your lesson and that you don't fall into the same trap so i think the learning that comes from it is essential so i, I actually i don't regret my mistakes because i think every one of them has learned helped me learn yes i think that's that's good advice and uh thanks to you our listeners will also be able to accept failure and learn from it much easier um moving on to you had mentioned that you write short stories i remember mm-hmm. you know once or twice i have also <laughs> read a couple of yeah. them and they are very very imaginative very imaginative are you planning to become a professional writer or is it just a hobby i love writing stories i think it gives expression to all the madness in my head uh, so it is a hobby right now I don't know maybe someday I I hope to turn to writing full time but I don't know now uh for now I write when an idea strikes me but again unfortunately that is not as often as I would like it to be um and I'm not even sure if they're good enough you know I'm I just write whatever comes to my head and I do it more for myself my friends my family because they seem to enjoy it but then i don't know maybe someday if i really get good at it maybe i should i will try to do it there is one topic that i have heard a lot in discussions women do not support other women enough at work i've also heard indra noe speak about it how do you think that can change honestly pradeep i the women that i've worked with i have not seen it Well I know a lot of people say that women don't support each other they say there is a lot of uh, insecurity of helping another woman because you don't want her to be more successful than you are or but these are again things that i've heard every single all my women managers my women colleagues they have gone out of their way to help me and i think as a woman a leader and I hope if you ask all the women that have worked with me they will always say that I have really kind of um, empowered them and tried to help them. So 
I know that this is a thing about women not helping each other, but I have not faced it, so I don't know if I can talk through it. Um, hopefully, I don't have to force it to face it too. No, but I think this—it's also equally important to tell stories where women are helping each other. So I think that's also an important aspect because somewhere I think a, a wrong uh, impression is getting created. Is what you uh, are saying? I've heard a lot of people say that women don't support each other, and I've every time said that. Um, for at least from my experience, that is not what I've seen because I've had hugely supportive women managers and colleagues, and. the women who have worked for me i think they're still all my friends and they still reach out to me you know if they have a doubt or if they talk want to talk through something so i don't know because uh, i haven't really experienced that in my life so swati my last question any piece of advice for the young women executives who have just started on their career journey I will stand by hard work, continuous learning at the risk of repeating, finding a great mentor and um really building meaningful relationships and meaningful networks that uh will support them in their growing years. Um and learning is the most important because you know uh, things change so often nowadays if you're not continuously on your toes, continuously learning what's the next big thing, you go out of um, you know thing very quickly. So I, I like I said earlier that those are the three things that I would uh, say and if you're a young woman in communications and PR join GWPR because uh, we have an amazing network there and nothing I I think that's really going to help Thank you Swati this has been a very very interesting session I really enjoyed it thanks for being here with us Thank you for having me We were talking to Swati Bhattacharya Chief Corporate Communications and Brand Officer for the Bajaj Group